What's up, everyone? This is James Quilty, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Your Faith podcast. Today is part two of the Blessed Marriage series that I'm putting together. Um, Today, I wanted to talk about saying sorry, so let's get to it. As followers of Christ, we know the reward that awaits us at the end of our lives. The big question is, how do we live our life here on earth as we walk towards eternity? Is it a sin to want to earn more money than what I already have, or should I be grateful for just getting by? Do I stay single like Paul, or do I get married? Am I less righteous for wanting a nice home or a new car? And is God more pleased with me if I'm in shape than if I was unhealthy? These are the questions that I had years ago, and through the scriptures, I found timeless principles that not only answered these simple questions, but unlocked a path to an abundant life that Jesus talked about. My name is James Quilty. Join me as I seek, share, and learn to apply the simple principles hidden in the Bible that teach us how to be successful in this life the way God intended. Welcome to the Beyond Your Faith podcast. So before we get into uh, today's uh, principle, I just want to remind you, if this is the first uh, episode that you have you know, listened to in this series, go back and listen to the first one, The Two Shall Become One, all right? And because I believe that that is a foundational uh, principle that needs to be understood, it needs to be thought about, you need to meditate on it, and you really need to start applying that immediately in your marriage if you know you have not, okay? So just wanted to throw that out there. So today I wanted to talk about saying sorry, forgiveness. Now, I know we talk about forgiveness uh, in the church, and I know that a lot of you know, pastors you know, talk about how Jesus forgives us, right? And when we make a mistake, you know, coming to Christ, Jesus promises, what? To forgive our uh, sins, correct? Right? And that is absolutely uh, true. But there is a concept that, that most people don't realize about forgiveness and saying sorry. And I learned this when I had left the Air Force and I had moved uh, to uh, Florida because um, at that time, um, well, a few years uh, before, uh, I was previously married and, um, you know, we did not have uh, a very um, successful you know, marriage. Uh, you know, we were, you know, both young. I was, you know, immature. She was, you know, uh, immature. And we did not have the uh, biblical foundation that um, I, I have now. And so I wasn't the same person. I was very worldly, very selfish, very self-centered. We argued a lot. You know, um, I said a lot of hurtful things. You know, she said a lot of hurtful things. And we we ended up splitting. We did have a, a daughter uh, together, and she was about 13 uh, months, and she ended up taking her, and she got custody, and I, you know, didn't uh, get to, to see her um, a lot because of my career in the Air Force. You know, I just couldn't up and leave and go, you know, move, you know, wherever. I had to stay where the um, the Air Force put me, and so I only got to see my daughter, um, you know, uh, you know, every other summer and um, on holidays, uh, unfortunately. And I share that, uh, you know, with you because, you know, I was very uh, hurt, you know, and there was a lot of anger. There was a lot of uh, resentment, right? And so when I moved to uh, Florida after I separated from the Air Force and retired, uh, you know, I wanted to be close to uh, my, my daughter. Now, when I started, you know, I found a church and I started, you know, going there, the pastor started talking about 
uh, you know, forgiveness. And it was fascinating because I had never heard this principle before and how he um, explained it. And this is what he said, because I, you know, I would talk to him about, you know, the struggles that I was having, you know, the, 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 the anger and the resentment because of what happened. You know, I felt like, you know, I, I just wanted to be married. I know I wasn't, you know, the best, you know, husband, but I never would have left her and she left. And then, you know, she took my daughter and then the court, you know, decided against, you know, me and I didn't get, you know, that many uh, visitations, you know, and the reasoning was, was because I was in the, the military and I could, you know, I could be deployed and then she would be without a father and stuff like that. So it would be must, it would be better for her to be uh, in a more stable environment, right? And so I was angry and I was uh, resentful. And um, I talked to um, you know the pastor about that, and he said, "Well, you know, the first thing what you need to do is you need to forgive her." And I was like, "What? Are you kidding me? What do you mean? How could I forgive her?" And I listed all the things you know that uh, that she had done, and you know he uh, very politely listened to me, and he said, "Okay, did you get that off your chest? Okay, so are you ready to be coached? Because if you're not, awesome, keep going into this uh, you know uh, pain spiral and uh, see where that leads you." And I was like. He kind of, you know, threw me back for a minute and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm done. He's like, all right, are you ready to be coached? And I said, he said, no, listen, I'm not just saying that. If you are ready to be coached, meaning I'm going to tell you something and, um, you know, if you are not ready, then I'm not going to waste my time because I don't want to throw my pearls before swine. And I was, again, I was kind of taken back and I was like, what? <laughs> you, you, did you just call me a pig? <laughs> and, um, and and he was like, you know, listen, I don't mean any disrespect, but if you're not ready to do what I'm about to tell you, it would be a waste of my breath and a waste of your time and my time. And I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm not going to burden you with that. And I was like, oh, okay, no, no, I am ready, please. I don't like feeling like this, you know, anymore. And he said, you need to forgive her. And what I mean by forgiving her and by saying you're sorry is one, you need to accept responsibility for whatever happened. Because in a marriage, and also, you know, like in any, you know, conflict, you know, with, uh, with people, there's always two sides to every uh, story. Always, right? And even though you may not, you know, see it right now, and you could be, you know, a perfect angel, and she could have been, you know, the, the worst person, you know, in in the world. That doesn't matter. What matters is is that you need to start taking some responsibility so that you can be empowered. Because if you, you know, keep blaming the person and it's all their fault, guess what? They have all the power. And you will never be free of that. They will always have something over you. It is literally you know, in, the, in the scriptures where it talks about the enemy has a foothold. She will have a foothold on your anger and your resentment, and you'll never be able to move past it. Does it make sense? And I was like, oh, okay. And so you need to accept responsibility, right? Even if you didn't do anything, at least so you can start gaining some control. Because if you accept responsibility and you're like, okay, I was wrong, guess what? You can change yourself. But if it's all the other person's fault, then guess what? You can never change them, and you're always gonna, you know, they're always that spirit will always have a foothold. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. And he said, number two is when you say I'm sorry, or when you say I forgive you, especially when somebody has really hurt or wounded you, you're not saying that what they did was okay. But what you are doing is you are releasing them so you can move on. Does that make sense? And I was like, wow, yes. 
And because right now you're going into this death spiral and I can guarantee you that she's probably not even giving you a second thought. And he was absolutely right. She was going on with her life and she was already, you know, married, um, you know, and, you know, uh, you know, living her life. And I was, you know, still stuck in the, you know, the, the, the past of our, you know, the, the past circumstances. And so I was like, okay. And so when I started, you know, first I had to, you know, um, first I, you know, the, the next time like I called her, he told me like what to say. And it was really simple. He said, you know, listen, I know that things have been, you know, really uh, uncomfortable and it's been uh, you know, very you know, difficult, you know, between the both of us. And I know that a lot of it is um, you know, because of me and my actions. And I just want to tell you, I am sorry. I'm sorry for the way I treated you. I'm sorry for not being a uh, um, um, uh, a good enough husband. I'm sorry that I wasn't, you know, the husband that I should have been, you know, to you. And I also, you know, want uh, you know, to ask you, will you please forgive me? And she said, you know, yes, right. And and that was it. And you know what? Um, things became, you know, better, um, you know, after that, right? And um, and I felt. Uh, some peace, and I felt like this weight was lifted off of me. I felt like that that stronghold of anger and resentment and bitterness was lifted, right? And it doesn't. And again, I had to. And this is just you know for for me, I had to keep saying that you know um, a lot uh, every day. That oh, okay, I'm sorry. Oh, I forgive you. I forgive you for you know you doing this. I forgive you, and I'm sorry. And I would tell myself that over and over again you know, um, to allow that, um, peace, excuse me, to, um, develop, you know, inside of me. And eventually, you know what, the anger and the bitterness went away. And so I share that with you because in our marriages, you're going to have conflict. You have two people who have two different ideas on top of the fact that you have two fallen people who, you know, have this war inside of them between their spiritual, uh, you know, man and woman and their fleshly man and woman. And they're always at odds. It says that in the scripture that the war, the war between the flesh and the spirit, and they can't coexist, right? And you couple that with now two individuals trying to get together and that's a huge, (laughs) it's a huge undertaking, right? And so you're going to have conflict. You're going to have issues. And you know what? Sometimes your spouse is going to do something and they're going to be totally in the wrong. They are. You know, there's lots of times where, um, you know, my wife does things and it just like totally, um, you know, upsets me, right? But then I know that there's lots of things that I do that drives her absolutely, uh, you know, crazy, all right? But the one thing that we, uh, especially when we first started, um, you know, dating and then when we got married, um, I because I remembered what that pastor had told me and I remember what I did with my ex-wife. And I was like, I'm not going to make this same mistake again. So anytime we had any conflict, I was the first one to apologize. I am so sorry. Please forgive me. You know what? This is ridiculous. I don't want to fight you know, with you. And I, I, I know that I probably did something. I can't see it right now. But again, just, just please forgive me right? And truth be told, you know, I did that a lot more when we were first married. I don't do that. I, I still you know, do that, but I'm not as quick. And um, that's one of the things that I need to, to work on because, uh, you know, being married for 14 years, you get a little bit comfortable. You start to think that, you know, I think I got this, you know, figure out. And that, 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 um, that little bit of pride kind of gets its hook, you know, in you. It's always better to be the first one to apologize. Why? So you can let that go. Not only for that person, so you can move, um, 
to move beyond that, but also to not allow that spirit, that uh, demon, that, you know, um, that enemy to get that hook or to get that foothold on you. Does that make sense? Because it will grow and it will fester. And that is exactly what the enemy is trying to do. He's looking for ways to get his hooks in you so that he has you. Does that make sense? Right. And, um, so, uh, you know, I would always, you know, uh, you know, do that. And, um, I still, you know, do that, you know, now my wife, she is, uh, again, um, I love her and she is absolutely amazing. There's lots of times and I'm again, full transparency. There's sometimes that I, I get upset and I give her the silent treatment. Like I can't, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, I can't believe she, she did that. I can't believe she, she treated me like that. You know what? That's fine. I'm not going to speak to her. And again, that's something that, you know, I am working towards and I always fall back sometimes into those old patterns. And it's, it's a selfish thing, right? You're trying to manipulate that person to make them feel bad. No, you know what? They made me uh, suffer. So I'm going to make them suffer. And it's ridiculous. But you know what? My wife is so uh, gracious. She will, instead of, you know, letting it get to a point where we're, we're at each other's throat and it's been a week and neither one of us has spoken to each other, She'll uh, come and she'll say, you know what, I'm sorry. You know what, I please, you know what, you know, forgive me. I I don't know, you know, um, you know what's you know really you know bothering you, but I don't want this to um, you know, affect our relationship. I don't want to go down this uh, this path. You know, please, you know, forgive me. I'm sorry. You know, and then that just that act softens my heart, and then you know what, that pride leaves, and I'm like, no, you know what. I should have been the bigger person. I'm sorry. And then we uh, reconcile and then there's peace uh, in the in the home. So if you want to have a successful marriage and you if you are currently married and you do not want to end up divorced like I was or my wife you know was, you don't want to have to go through that pain. You need to learn this concept of forgiveness and saying sorry. And you know what? Even if, get this, this is what um, um, I learned, you know, through all this. Even if uh, your uh, spouse is continually, you know, doing, uh, you know, something that kind of bothers you or irritates you, right? And you have every right to be um, upset with them, right? But learning to say sorry first, one allows you to have a clean conscience, and that's exactly what Jesus modeled for us, and He wants us to do. But number two is this is that Jesus said in the Beatitudes that blessed are the peacemakers. It is better to be effective in your marriage and to say sorry first than to be right and alone. My first marriage, I always wanted to be right. And it ended up me being alone and losing everything. When I met my wife now, I am more concerned with being an effective husband than for being than, than being right. And I have done I have tried to do my best to say sorry. Um, I'm not always uh, the best at it. I used to be more diligent when we were first you know married. Um, and again, that's you know me and my um, my faults that you know comes out you know um, every now and then but because i have such a loving wife she is all about that be attitudes about blessed are the peacemakers and she if i do don't say it first she's the one that uh, initiates and i'm telling you i can't explain it but there is a peace that is beyond understanding 
when she does that. So if you want to have a successful marriage, even if you're at each other's throats and you guys have been arguing for a while, and I totally understand that, the first thing that you could do is say you're sorry. Even if you're like, yeah, but she did this and this, that's what the enemy does. He tries to get your... your um, your sight off of Christ and on to, uh, you know, all of the, the worldly ways on how the enemy wants you to act. And that's going to lead you down that path of destruction. Say you're sorry. Even if you don't know what you're saying sorry for, right? At least you'll be able to be released from that spirit and it'll bring the Holy Spirit upon you and it will start to shine a light which will soften the heart of your spouse. I promise. I've seen this uh, firsthand. And you may need to say it a few times in the mirror because you may be so, you know, riddled with anger, you know, so you have like a softness about your face when you say that, you know, it's not going to be as effective. I'm just saying it's not going to be as effective if you're clenching your teeth and you have this glare and you say, listen, I want to tell you I am sorry. (laughs) Not very effective. I've tried that and it doesn't work, okay? But again, you if you don't want to take my advice, honestly, you you be you. You do you, okay? But I'm here to tell you that um, sometimes, you know, I really, you know, I have to bury my face in the pillow, kind of scream a little bit to kind of let out, uh, you know, that, uh, that, that, that uh, uh, anger um, to kind of soften myself a little bit. And then I got to kind of coach myself. And then when I have that softness about me, I've had some time to kind of, you know, de-escalate a little bit, then I'd go and, you know, uh, apologize and say, I'm sorry. And then that peace comes back into our home. So I hope that you got some value out of this. Again, um, these are lessons and principles that I have learned and that my wife um, has has learned uh, when we met and that has helped us to be not only be married for the past 14 years, but have also uh, blossomed and flourished and uh, developed um, a even greater love for each other than when we first met. But it's not because we are so great, but it's because one, we had that, uh, that foundation when we first started, which was God is the center of everything. God's laws is what uh, is going to rule our life. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's that. That's the truth. That was our foundation. And then the second one was, um, now that we've established that, I'm never going to get married again. We are committed to each other. And we're going to talk about that in um, a couple more you know, episodes. But uh, when we made that commitment, that was, you know, there, there is no out, right? And those two things allowed us to start uh, developing and be the two becoming one, like I talked about in the, the first episode. And we've continued to read our Bibles. We've continued to renew our minds. We've uh, continued to learn new things. And we've applied uh, you know, a lot of you know, things that, um, uh, that we didn't do in our previous marriages, what we're doing now, so that we will be together forever, that we'll be married forever, that this will, is the end-all, be-all. And we're not going to be one of those statistics that are not only in the world, but in the church. Does that make sense? So I hope you're getting some value out of this. Thank you so much for letting me share the things that I have learned. And I am going to talk to you in the next episode for part three of this Blessed Marriage series. So you have an awesome day. Talk to you then. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found this episode informative, inspiring, and most of all, helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your family and friends. Until next time, keep searching God's word and applying what you have learned to live an abundant life that honors him.